and hello and welcome to Let This Mind Be In You. Yes, my voice is not that great tonight. I apologize for that, but um, <clears throat> I apologize for that, but um, I'm going to be struggling through. Um, uh, I'm not feeling very well, but be in prayer for my son, uh, Dominic, who is not feeling great at all. Um, so he's got a slight ear infection. Uh, my wife just got back actually from uh, taking him to uh, the urgent care and, and getting all of his medications and stuff. So running a pretty high fever. So my little guy's not feeling very good. And um, so I would appreciate your prayer for him tonight. I think I did it correctly this time. All right. So I should be live on both Facebook and also YouTube at the same time. Okay. <laughs> Let's hope this time. And um, so I'm monitoring right now uh, the Facebook feed as well as the YouTube feed. And I think everything is going uh, good to go. All right. So every, I've given a few more minutes for people to get in here. Obviously, the uh, audio podcast um, will be available later on. I got my, well, let's make sure that my recorder is going. It sure is. My recorder is moving. Praise the Lord. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm actually uh, got everything going this, this time. I mean, last week was a little bit embarrassing, but you know, we're not a professional organization here. Um, so <laughs> we can have a little bit of fun with it. So I, again, I apologize for my voice. Um, I'll try to, you know, prayerfully, it'll get a little bit stronger as, as it starts to warm up a little bit <clears throat> and I'll try not to cough and clear my throat too much because I know that can get annoying. So, um, tonight, so we're going to be in Romans chapter 13. So you can go ahead and get your Bibles open to Romans chapter 13 and your King James Bibles. Um, tonight, uh, I labeled it the higher power, uh, be subject to the higher power. Um, that's one of, that's one of the first things that the verses start out in, in Romans chapter 13. Um, I wanted to just take a few moments, um, as everybody's getting into the stream here to talk about the different platforms and what the plan is a little bit for the future on those. Um, so obviously all the audio podcasts are still available and will be. Uh, that's both on iHeartRadio podcast, um, Apple podcast, Podbean, um, podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T-S dot com. And um, those are available for you to listen to, download at any time. And uh, that way you don't have to be streaming it and using up data. Um, so those are available for you. And also, um, I've been sending some of the video um, as far as embedded into my website. Let this mind be in you. Um, all one word. Dot org. Let this mind be in you. Dot org. And there's some plans. I, I, you know, be praying about what the um, what that website's going to look like. Um, I'm. It's kind of like in a testing phase and how it's going to look. How much money I'm I'm um, I want to invest in that as far as uh, saving um, videos on there uh, eventually, uh, because that is is very expensive to host uh, your own um, data on your own website. Uh, so. Just be in prayer for that. Um, I also wanted to mention um, we're going to be moving here in a few months, so things are going to be changing. There's going to be as far as uh, uh, the videos. I might not go be able to go on for a couple weeks or so forth and so on, but I'm sure you guys can all understand that. So um, just that's that's out of the way now. I just wanted to make sure I got those uh, those uh, just little details out of the way, and also uh, mention. I do have a PayPal account, and the only reason why I mention that is because uh, another brother uh, donated graciously 
to the uh, to the ministry here, and I just wanted to say I'm not going to say his name, but publicly, um, if you're watching this later on, I uh, I thank the Lord for you. Um, I don't know what the necessity is that I'm going to need, but um, God laid it on your heart uh, to uh, to donate to the ministry. And I, I really appreciate that. Every single cent that comes in there will go right into this ministry. Let this mind be in you. Okay. All right. Um, actually, I told you to turn to Romans chapter 13. Um, but if you would uh, allow me just another moment. Um, allow me for just a moment to uh, talk about what's been on the, in the news. Um, while, while I'm about ready to talk about this, turn over to 1 Timothy. 1 Timothy chapter 1, and um, I'm not going to uh, make this like some sort of, uh, I, we're, we're remembering somebody, uh, some basketball player. And so everybody knows that um, if you follow any kind of news that Kobe Bryant uh, passed away as well as uh, eight other people on a helicopter this past Sunday. Uh, I played a basketball uh, in high school. I mean, to be honest, it was it was really what I I concentrated on, and I'm just admitting this to you. It's wrong. Um, I should have had my focus on other things, but and I was all about that. And um, um, and you know, I looked up to him. You know, as you know, he came out of high school, went to the professional leagues, and all this kind of stuff. But as I as I started seeing uh, the reports come in and everything like that, all I could think about was, um. Well, what a waste. Um, it, he didn't have a testimony. Uh, I know there's been a few things on social media, you know, him professing Christ or th- things like that. I watched a couple of, of documentaries on the man. And, um, you know, I, I was looking for any kind of testimony whatsoever. And, I, you know, only God knows his heart. Um, you know, his young daughter was on the helicopter as well. And just how incredibly sad. Um, but it made me think about something and the fact that if you're watching this and it's, you know, you're either watching it live or down the road, life is not but a vapor. Life is a vapor, the Bible says. You know, the same thing, you, you, you're boiling a pot of water and you see that steam come up and you see it for just a second and it's gone. That's what our lives are. We're not promised tomorrow. And I would encourage you to listen to the next couple minutes. And just think about that tomorrow's not guaranteed and where you're going to spend eternity. Um, That's the thought that went through my mind because of all these things. And a lot of people are thinking to themselves, well, you know, uh, that's not going to happen to me. Well, a a 42-year-old man didn't think it was going to happen to him as well. And it did. And so right now, um, I just want you to concentrate on, on, on the words from the Word of God. And Christians, when you're out here, when you're out here, I want you to, uh, I want you to also think about something. I told you First Timothy, but uh, I meant First uh, Timothy chapter two. Christians, let this speak to you as well. Um, I exhort, therefore, that first of all, this is First uh, Timothy chapter two and verse one. Supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings, and for all that are in authority. This is going to go in with our our um, 
our subject tonight in Romans chapter 13. It also, as I was studying through a lot of this stuff, this this really got to me because of what else is going on, you know, the impeachment, and there's all sorts of these different kinds of things. We're going to get into that tonight as far as from a biblical perspective. That we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. Verse 3, for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come into the knowledge of the truth. And for there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom from all to be, a te- to be testified in due time. The thing is, you know, God's not willing that any should perish. It says here, who would have all men to be saved. His blood was more than enough to cover your sins. He was born God in the flesh. He lived a sinless life. He was a perfect sacrifice, the Bible says. And he offered himself for you. Because the wages of your sin is death. It's an appointed unto man once to die, and after this, the judgment. You're going to stand before God one day. And as you stand before God, you're going to either be standing there clothed in your own righteousness, which the Bible says is just as filthy rags. And that's not good enough. Or you put your faith and trust in the one that died for you and took that payment and said it is finished, it is accomplished. He died for your sins and mine. All your sins. The faith that it takes for that for something that happened 2,000 years ago, understandably, is uh, difficult to think about. But right now, if you're a lost in a lost condition, you have not accepted Jesus Christ. You have not surrendered your will to his. See, this is his will that you would be saved. Why don't you come to the end of yourself today? Right now. You don't have to wait. In... <laughs> The, the, the fact that we've been going through the book of Romans has really kind of struck home to me with everything that's been going on. And so, as we talk about this tonight, if you're out there, I encourage you to go back and listen to all the different uh, podcasts we've been talking about, because life is short. Death is sure. It will come to all. So, I encourage you tonight to really contemplate where you're going to spend eternity. Where is it? Because before, when you stand before God, you need to stand in his righteousness. He's ready. He's willing. He's faithful and just to for, for, forgive you of those sins. The We've been going through Romans chapter 10, talking about the controversy of that. That's not right now. I want you to think about this. Prayer is surrendering your will. Cry out to God. Call upon the name of the Lord today. Because he committed his love towards us and that while we were yet sinners, he died for us. God in the flesh died for us. It's an incredible thing. You don't have to spend eternity separated from God. He's provided the way. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. So, I just wanted to mention that because again i'm not i'm not mourning the loss of of a basketball player 
when I am, when I am, it would hit me, what struck home to me was, I wonder if he was saved. And, um, from all, from all accounts, I don't think so. And that's really hard to say. But I'm sure he probably was confronted with the gospel at least once in his life. He had that opportunity. And, um, he probably thought he had time. Tomorrow's not assured. Tomorrow is not assured. I see you, Brother Omar. I see your last comment there. And that's from everything that I could see, the research I did. Uh, that's absolutely true. So, anyways, let's get into Romans chapter 13. Romans chapter 13, verse number one, it says, let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. You know, there are a lot of people like to take, um, take all their time and get frustrated with everything that's going on and well this this is happening and this is happening in the world and this this guy over here is running for this office and everything they want to get involved in all that stuff and i can understand i've been there um but uh says right here in verse one of romans 13 for there is no power but of god the powers that be are ordained of god you know, we get so frustrated with things, but uh, God is righteous and he is just, and he sets these things up. The fact that men think that they have the ability to overcome that, and I'm going to make it on my own merit. God's in control. We know that, the you know, there's prince and power of the air. We understand all that, but he's still got to go ask permission. God ordains these things. Verse number two. Whosoever, therefore, here's a warning, resisteth the power, resisteth the ordinance of God, and they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. Now, this is a warning to uh, us. Remember what the audience is. The audience is the church. It's, and Paul is writing this, the entire letter, by the way, to the church, to the brethren, saved brethren. He's given them a stern warning. Now, you want to talk about people that were under intense persecution. What do you mean, Paul? We're supposed to be subject unto the higher powers? He's going to get into that. You know, not in, if you know, you're being commanded to do something that's contrary to God's word, you're going to have to uh, uh, suffer the consequences for not doing that, obviously. You don't go against God's word. But at the same time, you'll see right here a thing that trips up a lot of Christians. For rulers are not a terror, verse number three, to good works, but to the evil. Wilt thou then not be afraid of the power? Do that which is good. And thou shalt have praise of the same, for he is the minister of God to thee for good. But if thou do that which is evil, be afraid. 
for he beareth not the sword in vain, for he is the minister of God, a revenger to execute wrath upon him that doeth evil. This is fairly simple to understand. You can't just break laws because you say, well, I'm, I answer to God. I, I feel like I should go out and murder people that don't have my same viewpoint. How many people do you hear that? There's a, there's a whole group of individuals that advocate for the murdering of, and of, uh, of homosexuals. Now, YouTube, if you hear this, I'm not. I'm preaching against that. Murderer is wrong, <laughs> okay? Taking somebody's life away from them just for simply existing is wrong. It's murder. It's against the law. And you will suffer the consequences of it because God has ordained those powers. And then when you see here, they're a revenger to execute wrath upon him that doeth evil. You do that evil, you're going to suffer the consequences. Just because you're a Christian doesn't um, give you immunity from local ordinances, from the laws of the land. Um, again, remember, somebody's telling you that you have to you have to go out and do something. It's mandated by law to go do something that's contrary to God's word. God, God's about to tell you, <laughs> you're not you're not subject to that because He is the higher power. Okay. Verse number five, though, wherefore ye must needs to be subject, not only for wrath, but also for conscience sake. What kind of testimony does it set here? And here, <laughs> it's going to get into some of the stuff. I think this biggest thing that's tripped up, so quote unquote Christians, and it's going to come to the tribute, the taxes, you know, the um, pay your taxes. What kind of, what kind of testimony does that set? And we'll get into that. I'd, yeah, for this cause, pay ye tribute also. For they are God's ministers intending continually upon this very thing. Well, bless God, I don't think I should pay these taxes and this, that, and the other thing. Okay. <laughs> You're going against what God's word said. I don't, I don't feel as though I should pay taxes because of X, Y, and Z. God ordained those higher powers. He set it up. He allows those things to happen. Now, man's free will, obviously, they can do things that are contrary to God's word. So please, again, don't misunderstand what I'm trying to say. But for this cause, pay ye tribute also. Taxes. Render therefore to all their dues. Tribute to whom tribute is due. Custom to whose custom. Fear to whom fear. Honor to whom honor. Remember they tried to trip Jesus up with this? You know, where they showed him the coin? Or they said, hey, you know, should we do, uh, should we pay our taxes essentially? I'm paraphrasing the, the account. He said, render unto Caesar what is Caesar's. It's fairly simple. Ask him, who, who's, on that, who's on that coin? Well, it's Caesar. Well, render unto Caesar what's Caesar's. Interesting. Here's another part here, verse number eight. Owe no man anything but to love one another, for he that loveth another hath fulfilled the law. Owe no man anything. I think as a Christian, you're living your life one of those things would be, well, I'm going to take out this loan. Let me, let me caution you against that. Okay, but let's just say you do and say, well, I don't have to pay that back. Yes, you do. You should not owe no man anything. Uh, that can mean a lot of different things, by the way. 
the only thing you owe, God's saying here through the power of the Holy Spirit here, the only thing you owe, you should be owing to people is love. To love one another. That goes within the body of Christ as well. Okay? Now he gets into just basically some some pretty straightforward commandments here. And it, by the way, this this is to show, I believe, the um, when it, we talk about the law has been done away with, I don't want you to get confused about that, okay? We still are under, <laughs> he still gave us these things, okay? And it's mentioned right here in the New Testament as well, here in Romans 13. Excuse me. With that being said, when it's talking about Levitical laws, like for the priesthood, we have a high priest that took care of all that. Now, though, still got these laws as far as some moral laws, I guess you could say, God's laws, the Ten Commandments, so to speak. For this cause, verse 9, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness, thou shalt not covet. And if there be any other commandment, it is briefly comprehended in this saying, namely, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. This is some pretty straightforward Christian practical living for you. Uh, do, th- do those things, as it says here, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. If you wouldn't do that to yourself, why would you do that to your neighbor? Why would you do that to your brother in Christ, especially? First John talks about the love of the brethren a lot. But again, makes some common sense, doesn't it? The Bible's very clear here. Look, if you have any question whether or not you should be doing something, would you do it to yourself? Well, I can I can uh, take advantage of that person over there. Well, that's not a Christian spirit. <laughs> Come on. Love worketh no ill to his neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. Christ be in you, the hope of glory. Christ is in us. We, we should be letting that love out. Um, and we're, we'll get to this in uh, once he starts talking about Romans 14 and 15. Again, I encourage you to read the book of Romans as a letter to the church there, to the churches. It was spread abroad. And now we have it here preserved perfectly in the English language for us. Amazing. Uh, but you'll see he gets into this talks about the God of patience, consolation, how we should treat each other within the body of Christ is coming up here. No ill no ill to his neighbor. Therefore, love is a fulfilling of the law. Now, verse 11 here. Again, I just want to, I'm going to hit the, um, the guys that really want to chop up the book of Romans um, to put a label on it. Some people call it hyper-dispensationalism. Okay. It's a fancy term for somebody who wants to just chop it up and says, well, it's talking about this here. It's talking about the church here. And then it's talking about a future time here. And it's one verse and it skips back and forth. Remember who the audience is when you read this. And that knowing the time seems like a pretty imminent return is about ready to be talked about here. That now is high time to awake out of sleep. For now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. What kind of salvation? Hyperdispensationalist? Is that physical salvation? I think that's speaking of spiritual when we're caught up out of here. Uh, our salvation speaking of 
the the our whole body, soul, and spirit. The uh, what, what is the uh, some people call it the rapture. Some people call it the catching away. Whatever you want to call it. That's when we no longer have this body of flesh. When corruption is going to put on incorruption. That is the hope in us. By the way, he's the first fruit of those resurrection. Because we'll never die. Because of Christ, what Christ worked in us. You know, we, we talked about this uh, last night at, at our local church. And um, when we were sitting here uh, studying some things, my uh, one of my uh, brothers there brought up the, the, the account of Lazarus. And when Lazarus was raised from the dead, you should go back and read that. Because Lazarus died again. Even though he was raised from the dead right there. But look at uh, Martha's reaction in, in the, uh, the account there. And, and I believe it's uh, John. Yes, John 11. Just look at her reaction and what her testimony was and what she confesses with her mouth, who Jesus is. Amazing. All right. Verse number 12. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Seems like Paul's preaching an imminent return of Jesus Christ right here. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness, not in strife and envying, but put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. We here, I, I preach this all the time. The Bible preaches this all the time for the New Testament believer. You need to put these on every day. You need to die to self. You need to like not make provision for the flesh. If you make provision for the flesh and you, you let your flesh dictate what you want to do, you're not being controlled by the Spirit. Have a Spirit-filled, Spirit-controlled walk. Let your conversation, let this mind be in you, which was in, which was in Christ Jesus. The Holy Spirit of God, okay? The Spirit of Christ in us wherein we can cry, Abba, Father, is there to help us. But we have to put them on. This whole concept is let this mind, let, it's allowing. We still have a free will because he wants our heart. If we were robots, and I, I talk about this sometimes, but if we were robots, <laughs> wouldn't that be so awesome? Where he just input, he changes out our code and puts in the new code, and we have no choice but to just, Obey his perfect will all the time. Surrender to his will every single minute, every single second, every single second, every single minute, every single day. Wouldn't that be awesome? But where's the, where's the personal relationship? God walked with Adam and Eve in the cool. There was walking with them. It was a personal relationship. We have that same ability, but we get in the way. Or let my mind be in me. I want to do what I want to do. You're bought with a price. We're new creatures. We just need to start acting like it. Let, allow this mind to be in you. Let this mind be in you. The Holy Spirit, surrender. Surrender. And again, I'm looking at my monitor right here in front of me. I'm looking at me. I'm preaching right at me. So 
sometimes when I when I'm sitting here talking and I'm I'm repeating things, it's because it's like I'm looking exactly who I want to look at myself. Because this is who it's for. I get wrapped up, and as we finish up this chapter here, I get wrapped up in the in the politics of this world. I do. I've enjoyed it since I was very young. Um, <laughs> that's in my flesh. I've enjoyed sports my entire life. I was very athletic in high school. It may not look at, at me like I have some sort of athletic talent or whatever, but, you know, I, I love playing basketball. But what, 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 what is it worth eternally? Nothing. I can't believe that this group of individuals is trying to impeach this or whatever group of individuals and this person's wrong and how can they uh, support this and everything like that? They're wicked. They're lost. I need to be praying for them. It doesn't matter who's in authority, who's in power. It doesn't matter if it was the previous administration or this administration. As a Christian, how am I supposed to act? I'm supposed to pray for them. Because as we read in 1 Timothy 2, remember that, (laughs) you know, in our own flesh, we can get really, really, really out of whack quickly. But if we follow the word of God, if we let this be our authority, okay, this is the rule book. This is the guide. This is what tells us what to do. If we are to act like that, I think we would have, if Christians, who professing Christians, would, would just follow this, and this alone, if they would just do that and surrender their will and quit thinking about how it was always been done or some sort of traditions of men or this, that, and the other thing. If we just go to this, things we, would, we could flip the world upside down. Uh, just like at Antioch, where they were first called Christians. We talked about this on Sunday in our local church there. They probably meant it as a derogatory thing. In fact, they probably did. You guys are just a bunch of little Christ that are walking around. Lord, help us to have that testimony. How many professing Christians do you know, though, walk around being made ridiculed and made fun of as being little Christ? Actual Christians. Christ-like. Lord, help us. All right. So I uh, went about 30 minutes um, or so. We have time. We can go back through. And excuse me, I'm sorry for sniffling right in the microphone. Uh, it's a short chapter. But again, I if you could just go back. <clears throat> I should be trying to mute that. I'm sorry. Um, we, we can go back. Um, I, we probably will when, once we wrap up Romans and go back through as a, like a, as an overview. And if you just go back and read it as an overview, it's amazing how it's all linked together. It is. And uh, one, things build off of each other. And um, it's a warning to the brethren there. The, Paul's writing to the church and says, look, let every, uh, what does this say here? Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers. For there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. I understand being proactive. I understand being 
educated. I understand all those things. But, you know, one, one thing I've noticed, I'll mention this and I'll get to the questions and comments that are, have been put in here. One thing that I've noticed about me, okay, just speaking of myself, is that a lot of times I turn those things into idols. Well, how, how is politics and following all that stuff and, and doing all that stuff? How is that? How is that? Come on, Brother Mike. How is that idol worship? We worship celebrities, basketball players. Oh, boy. We put it in higher priority than what the Word of God. Make it an idol. So if you find yourself getting too wrapped up, in the politics of the day, in the sports, and all these different kinds of things, you're placing it above where it needs to be. And it's an idol. An absolute idol. So, all right. Let's, uh, let's see if we have, what's going on here? Okay, so no comments on Facebook. And I don't see, so if you want to leave a comment, if you're watching on Facebook right now and you want to leave a comment uh, or a question, just go ahead and do so. And then I'm going to go back up through here. And now, obviously, more people come onto YouTube. So I would like, um, again, if you would, and I don't hit your, I don't mention your question or your comment, uh, write out co a comment or question, and then I'll try to get to it, okay? And write it again. I'm sorry. All right, so uh, those that are, are joining me tonight uh, all are saying that, uh, that they're going to be praying for, uh, for the family here. Just be praying that we're surrendered to his will. That's what prayer is. I've, I've really been trying to like think about that. Prayer is not asking. I'm not asking for God. Like If I just pray hard enough, he's going he's gonna to heal my son. He's going to heal me. I just want to surrender to his will. Because he's his ways are better than mine, uh, and uh, that's that's really hard to do, especially when it's your one year old son that's that's hurting. Boy, don't you think if I just prayed hard enough, you know, he could just be healed? It's, that's up to God, and uh, so pray that we surrender our will, and that we recognize um, the fact that he's got all things for good to them. All things work together for good. Well, if we stop right there, that'd be great. But it's, uh, I'm sorry. I don't want to misquote that verse. I'm sorry. I'm sure somebody uh, will uh, probably write it in here before. I pull it up here. Romans 8, 28, and we know that all things work together for good. A lot of people like to stop there. To them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose, surrendered to his will. All things work together to good for them that love God. Saved, he's working it for good. Okay? Surrender to his will. All right. Um,
I see your comment, Brother Gabriel, but I, I don't, I'm not sure what group the call for an uprising covered Kobe Bryant. I, I don't know. I'm not sure about uh, who that is or anything like that. I'm not saying that somebody had wasn't talking about that, but I'm gonna I'm gonna keep that off the air right now. Somebody who goes back through here can read your comment though. Comment here. Uh, I've had those feelings and still do about this world and the bad stuff that happens, but God prophesied that perilous times shall come in the last days. I could see, this is Brother Gabriel here, I could see preachers of filthy lucre's sake using verse 6 of Romans 13 out of context to try to get people in church buildings to give money as tithe. Uh, verse 6. Yeah, that's... If anybody tries to take that out of context and say that that's within the body, he's speaking of the local authorities. <laughs> yeah. Um, in context, if anybody could try to pull that out of context, uh, Brother Gabriel, I don't, I'm sure they could. I've seen, I've seen weird things before, you know, <laughs> people try to pull little verses here and there and say some really strange things, but in context, biblical context, he's not speaking about anything to do with the the church in that in that verse uh brother ryan uh, swope says did you have a chance to read my emails about the book suggestions i did uh a few of them i started reading a couple of the uh, pdfs that you saw that you sent me to um we'll have to speak more about that sometime offline um about some of the i have, I have a couple questions about some of the ones you sent me but it's not important right now. Yeah, Brother Moore um, is talking to Brother Gabriel here about this. I, I, again, like I said, I don't, I don't know who or what call for an uprising is. All right, so I'm getting down to the end. And uh, a new subscriber, which um, he, he explained what his, uh, his YouTube handle, uh, Rebel for Jesus. And um, I was, I, when I first saw that, I was like, huh, I wonder what that's all about. And he sent me a comment and explained it, that he's, he's rebelling against the world system. Um, he wants to follow the word of God. And... <laughs> You know, I, I sat and thought about that, uh, my my brother, and I forget your your name if you even want to give it. But I thought about that: is that uh, we are in it, and we are not. Uh, we're part of a new country now. Okay, <laughs> we we this this world is not our home, as the song says. And uh, the fact that uh, rebel for Jesus. We we are seen, so to speak, as rebels. You know, we're rebelling against the world system. Um, but um, we see what happens when man, in the beginning, when God created all things perfect, when man rebelled, that's exactly what happened. Rebelled against God's way, and look at the mess we're in. So, being a rebel for Jesus, rebelling, trying to 
live a spirit-filled walk. And that's and that's what uh, I kind of took out of that. It says his name is Brother Bob. <laughs> uh, and Brother Bob here says, comment, you need to rest your voice. <laughs> I do. All right. So we probably will wrap up a little early tonight. Um, I just wanted to make sure that um, I talked about this. I, you know, I feel I feel fine. Uh, just been stuffy. Brother Bob says he can change his handle if it is confusing. I don't think so. I think it's a conversation starter. It got my mind thinking about it, so I understand it. It's catchy. And there used to. Be, uh, I don't think he's on here right now. There used to be a. Uh, I used to be a handle Bible believing Vato ATS. And I used to wonder about that. Excuse me. And uh, somebody finally told me what ATS is allergic to stupid. <laughs> and when I saw that, I was like, oh, <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's fun. It's, it's all in good fun. Comment. Uh, Brother Gabriel, comment, when people rebelled against man's laws that were contrary to God's law, they were either martyred or imprisoned. That's that's correct. Um, you know, hey, deny Christ. This is the law of the land, to deny Christ. You, you think the Bible is saying for you to go contrary to God's word? No. But it, the simple laws of the land, don't kill anybody. <laughs> you know, pay your taxes. All right? Yeah, you know, Treat your neighbor as you would treat yourself, you know? But I'm paraphrasing the summation of what Paul is talking about because these people were under intense persecution in Rome and in surrounding areas. We have a poly- I mean, Rome, the Roman Empire was a pagan empire. I mean, polytheistic and this God here and Paul was on Mars Hill and looking at all these, you know, there was one even for the unknown God. I mean, just incredible. Um, and they made it a law. This, this, you, if you're a follower of Christ and you're not bringing your, your, uh, you're not bowing down to the emperor. You're not, uh, you're not worshiping him. You're not um, going to your local temple and uh, bringing all your, your, uh, your sacrifices in there. We're gonna kill you. Okay. You know, I'm not denying Christ ever. He didn't deny me. Um, and what's the worst he can do to me? Seriously. Uh, Brother Moore, question. Okay, this is a good question. And I, Have we, as the United States, had a president that was a terror to evil works? That's a very good question. I don't know how to answer that one right now. Um, you know, because people like to bring up certain individuals depending on which um, political vent, uh, framework that they want to you know, they want to operate in. And it's like, oh, you know, it seems like to me though that the heart of the king is in his hand. He he sets these things into motion, and uh, it's really hard to think of somebody that's actually been a terror into evil works. Um, but I take God's word. Um, by faith that he gives them the power. They can't operate outside of what he allows them to do. And it's kind of a liberating thought. Should we be educated? Should we, you know, 
I'll, I'll say it publicly right here. Anybody that thinks that killing a human being that cannot defend itself is the definition of murder. Uh, thou shalt not kill. That's murder. Um, okay. <laughs> Anybody, what's more defenseless than a baby? I don't care if it's two months into, uh, from conception. I don't, I don't care. You know, I don't care how old this baby is, how viable quote unquote it's murder. Okay. Simple as that. How people want to try to justify that in their own mind. Um, they'll have to answer for that one day. So anybody that stands up for, um, doing away with that, whether they're saying it for political reasons or not, I don't, I don't know, but we should pray for them. And we should also pray for those that are rulers the other way. That's, that's the best way I can answer that because brother Moore, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know. Um, it's a very good question. I'm going to have to really, 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 really uh, consider that. But I have, by faith, though, I take what his, him at his word that he's not, he's not going contrary to his word. So, uh, Brother Gabriel's talking to Brother Adam there. All right. Uh, uh, here's another question regarding murder. Which was would be put uh, a murderer, I guess, would be put to death. Exodus eighteen verse twenty two in the Old Testament should uh, oh a witch be put to death today? Yeah, <laughs> look, according to according to the Bible, um, it seems like to me that. Uh, that is not the law of this land right now. Um, and if we were to take the law in our own hand, the the avenger of evil, uh, where was that? A revenger to execute wrath upon him that doeth evil. Um, I, I think if we take the law, so to speak, into our own hands, um, we're, we're, we're traveling down a, a, um, an unbiblical path at that point. So while witches and were put to death under the Old Testament law, I will counter that and give you something to think about, Brother Gabriel. According to that Levitical and um, that Old Testament law, um, a, a son that was in rebellion was as a sin of witchcraft. That's why they could take their, their own children out and stone them. Okay. <clears throat> and then you get into, you know, what we have today with different um, people thinking about honor killings and all these kind of stuff. Look, no. Uh, I would say the answer to that question is no, Brother Gabriel. So, I, I don't know what else. I mean, um, homosexuality was punishable by death. Uh, it was an abomination in that um, there was a whole bunch of different things in the Old Testament. I leave that up to, as Paul makes it clear here, through the power of the Holy Spirit, that God is in control of that. If a nation has that as a law, then, you know, who am I to say? 
I'm I'm to be subject unto that. Don't be a witch in that country. You know, there's plenty of countries uh, that have some laws though that says it's lawful to put a Christian to death. Well, you live in those countries. Uh, there's a lot of people that do. You're underground. You're just like the Romans here. The, the, those that lived under that persecution. So. Yeah, so the law, in a, in, a, in a sense, has done away with. And he makes it very clear here that he sets up the higher authority. If one day, um, if one day, uh, let's just, just use a hypothetical, um, somebody comes to power that says, you know, we're going to go back to the Old Testament law for all the laws of the land. Well, um <laughs> Stand by. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of laws in there that uh, that we're not going to be able to uh, operate under. Um, as far as this this country would look totally different. It's 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 such a wild hypothetical. And unless though, it's really not a hypothetical. You know what's really neat is that after seven years, approximately, you know, the days are shortened as it says, the time of Jacob's trouble. God Himself. Jesus Christ will rule and reign with a rod of iron, with righteous judgment, for a thousand years. So, will there one day be a quote-unquote president, a ruler of this world, a a king that, you know, what does it say, that's a terror to evil? Yep, sure will be. So, that's what I have faith in. Right now, we live in a fallen world that's all sorts of screwed up. I'm just saying from the perspective of a Christian, as much as with this in us, uh, as it said there in Second Timothy or First Timothy chapter two. For kings, that's who we're praying for. All that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. That's what should be our prayer. You know, Lord, just have your will. Help us to be surrendered to that will. And um, I still find myself getting worked up over that stuff, though. I did it just again today. Even after I said, I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, you know, why am I getting so worked up over this? Um, <laughs> this is what happens. Okay. Okay, we have somebody new in here that's asking a question that I was waiting for the first time that somebody was asked that question. And I will answer that question. Uh, baked beans and toast. Um, I will answer that question is uh, let you be settled in your own mind. If you can go to the word of God and, and that's what you want to concentrate on um, and you want to be really, really concentrating on that and, and you believe that and you believe the word of God teaches you that. Okay. I don't think that that's a subject that uh, quite honestly, that should even divide Christians. Um, so, I mean, I, again, if you want to believe that, so be it. Uh, there's a, a, a channel on YouTube, Accountable KJV, that did a, I thought a pretty good, um, study on that as far as what our perspective as Christians should be regarding that subject. Um, and so if you want to, uh, if I ever met you in person, this person that asked this question, um, we can talk about it if you want. But I'd much rather to ask you, um, how's your walk? How's your 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 daily walk? 
your Christian walk. If that helps you in your and to be a better Christian, okay. Let the spirit lead. All right. So I was waiting for that question to finally be asked. Um, and it finally was. And that's where I stand on that. I, I of course, just like anybody else, has my uh, my opinions on the on the matter, right? But my opinions and fifty cents used to be able to buy you a coke. All right, <laughs> that's that's about as all they're good for. I want to go to the Word of God, and I just don't see how that helps us in our Christian walk to even talk about that. You know, there's a lot of different views out there. Um, I've studied them all. Just in, just to, I have an understanding of what you know people, their viewpoints are. Um, there's a lot of those things. All I know is what I have faith in. Without a doubt, God created the heaven and the earth. The heavens and the earth. He He created it all. So, how He decided to create it, and what it what it looked like, and what fashion it was in, is totally up to Him. <laughs> so, um, I don't get. I don't really get. Uh, too wrapped up in that, my friend. But um, good question. And uh, people ask about that kind of stuff, and I'm good with it. All right, I should check Facebook. I just have a comment from my sister-in-law. Says she loves me. Oh, I love you too. I want to thank those that joined me here on uh, that joined on Facebook tonight. Um, I'm looking at my stream health on, I shouldn't have dropped too many frames tonight. So hopefully that's been pretty good. My voice has held out, but it is starting to go. And I got five minutes left to make an hour. I'm not going to make it. I'm going to get some sleep. I'm going to take the advice of the brethren here and we'll go rest my voice. I love you in the Lord. Remember what I said though. If you're watching this video all the way to the end, when, when all this is over, Life is very short. When all of it's over, when you stand before God, whose righteousness are you going to be standing there in, so to speak? You're going to either be standing there by yourself or you're going to be standing there clothed in his righteousness, Jesus Christ. God that provided a way will prevent or will present to himself a perfect bride. Just amazing. He took our place. Were it not for grace, where would I be? We didn't deserve it. We were all sinners. We came short of the glory of the God. But the glory of the Lord, Jesus Christ, took our place. God in the flesh. Holy God. Complete 100% God. At the same time, still 100% man died. He took on corruption. He took on corruptible flesh. He humbled himself. That's Philippians 2 as well. And he did that for you and me. Let that be a reminder. When it's fresh on everybody's mind, it should be every day people go out into eternity. Every single second, there's hundreds and hundreds of people dying around the world. He's not willing that any should perish, meaning be separated, die, 
be separated from God in a place called hell for all of eternity until one day you stand before God and death and hell are going to be cast into the lake of fire. That's what the Bible says. Um, so please, get that settled tonight. You can email me at ltmbiy at yahoo.com if you want to ask any questions. If you want to ask me any doctrinal stances. If you're going to ask me stuff that I don't think the Bible really, really talks about, I may or may not answer. Um, so just to be a fair warning. So with that being said, I love you in the Lord. Let this mind be in you. Walk worthy according to the vocation wherewith we are called. The only way you can do that is to surrender your will. Die to self. Surrender to his will. That's my prayer for you. God bless you. Good night. I'll see you next week when we'll be in Romans chapter 14, the quote unquote liberty chapter. And we'll talk about that next week. Bye for now. God bless you. Have a great night and um, I'll be seeing you.